about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the latest episode of the AEW Dynamite Review Show, hosted by your boy TK, as always, right here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. And hey, before I plug what we do, like I just said, damn, that was sexy. I got to give my boy Nick Dieterding from the Universal Wrestling Podcast, mad love, mad credit. This background, this overlay is hot, hot, and that video was fucking hot, man. Like, damn, Nick, appreciate it. Appreciate it greatly. You know what else was hot? AEW Dynamite tonight. I enjoyed AEW Dynamite mightily. And, you know, usually when I do these things, I'm not alone. And I'm not alone tonight. I got a guest, a special guest. I'm going to go ahead and bring him in right now. My guy, hey, Tino from Tino's up, Time. What's good, son? Hey, thank you, man. I appreciate you having me on. I know it was kind of last minute, but I'm always all ready to come on a live stream. Bro, you I know, know you are, dude. Listen, I know you are, Mr. No Day's man, off dude. over here. Whenever, whenever somebody asks, I'm like, let's go. <laughs> dude, you're all around. I always call Justin and Bakley the podcast whores that are out there. I wouldn't really call you a podcast whore, though, because you can find this man right here on his channel live, like, 24-7. Like, the hardest worker in the game. Appreciate Monday, it, man. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, yeah, Saturday, man. Sunday. If it's going... I, I just tell people if they want to know where I'm at, just go on YouTube and find me because I'm usually live. It doesn't matter. If there's, you there's are always something on, especially with baseball and football now starting fantasy almost yes. soon. So, yes, dude. And you do yeah. a great job with the Southside boys as well. Hey, you know, hey, my, I appreciate you know, that. I got my Southside. My oh, wife's a Cubs fan. You know, we got oh, the house. In Canada, but we'll like man. cover this while you're on. Yeah, right? there we go. See, that's better. <laughs> it, it's starting to look a little brighter. I know this is an AEW Dynamite show, but I mean, Sox are only four games out right now. I feel a little better. It's not the end of the world. People are jumping off of cliffs. Yes, so, dude. Yes, man. Hell yeah, for Dynamite, sure. Dynamite, man. It was good. Sorry I was a little late. I My TV was like a couple minutes no. late. I'm like, I'm like, people are like, good night, and Jay White's about to do the his finisher. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, dude, no, no rush, man. I was, I was going to get going. I'm going to do the rundown as we do. Then you and I are going to play some time for Battle Royal, talk about what we want to talk about. But what we're doing here, like you said, AEW Dynamite Review Show. Like and subscribe to the Bloodline Entertainment Network right here. If you're watching, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Go over to Tino's channel. Hit that like button on all his videos. Hit that subscribe button to Tino's time. And hey, like I always say, you don't just need to watch us. If you want to listen, type Bloodline Entertainment Network into your Google bar. You can find us on Spreaker, Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere else you can find audio. And when you do that, where else are we? bloodlinenetwork.com your home for sports wrestling entertainment all our videos all our audio everything we do under one roof so tino my dude i'm gonna run this show down really fast all right and uh, as, then, fast as, as fast as they do it on dynamite bro i don't know oh, if no. i gotta pause it to see what's going on next i'm like i'm like slow down yo june is fucking insane and we're gonna talk about them and it's nuts so i'm gonna do a quick 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 rundown on this show and then me and you are gonna are gonna talk really quick, man. I want to give it just the chat, big fucking shouts. Throw my ones up to the chat for sure. Faction cast in the house, scissor me, daddy, bro cast, 
Ben Buster. What's up, bro? guys? Yes, man. What's up, What's bro? Up, saying? What up to your boy, Tino? You Justin. What's my up, Justin? Justin. Clark. Everybody's Ted. here tonight, guys. Chief, my boy. We bringing everybody in. Oh, room. my Ivan. Ivan. Oh, I'm so glad you're okay. Poppy, hey. glad you're here, baby. Glad you're here. Circle of What's debate. Up, hey, if you're an MMA fan, the MMA show is going live right after us, 10 Central Standard Time. But, yo. Let's rip this show right quick because I really enjoyed this show. And I'm going to talk to Tino and get his take on it. So we started with Orange Cassidy against Swerve Strickland. Orange defeated Swerve in a really fun match, man. We got hella DDTs from Swerve, a tornado DDT from the stairs to the outside. That was awesome, dude. A mad flurry of offense from Swerve on the inside until Prince Nana got involved. Swerve accidentally hit Prince Nana. So Orange hits an orange punch, beach break only for a two. Orange goes for the tope to the outside. Swerve catches him, hits him with a nasty brain buster on the outside. House call from Swerve. Swerve stop only for two. We get a series of roll-ups. Swerve goes for the tights. I feel like we just seen this with Roos and Jungle Boy, but Swerve goes for the tights. Orange Cassidy follows up, grabs the tights for the one, two, three. Swerve's pissed off. Mogul Embassy comes out. They go to attack Orange Cassidy after the match. The lights go out. The lights go out. And what happens? What happens? Tino, what's what happening? You know what happens? It's Sting! Hey. You know exactly what happens. And there's Sting and there's Darby with the black bats. And, you know, the Mogul Embassy ran away. They said they're smarter than that. Great opener. Brian Danielson comes out on commentary. We get a nasty Brian Danielson versus Kajuka Okada video package promo. Oh, my God. I cannot wait for Okada. Bro, Dad, I'm so excited. Dude, so pumped in this. I just, I just, when awesome. that, when that first came out, I was like, is that real? Is that from last year? I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, what's going on here? Real, baby. Real. They announced it at Dominion uh, Saturday night, Sunday morning. Fucking huge surprise right before that, or right after that BCC versus Chaos match for the uh, for the IWGP six-man championships. It was fucking awesome. But let's keep this show wrong. As I said, we just had BCC over in Japan at Dominion this past weekend. The, the announcers sold that. They were uh, jet-lagged, and they had the – the atmosphere of Denver was supposed to be getting them. Chaos pretty much dominated BCC all match. They attacked them before the match. And really, a, the, the better part of the match is kind of wild. But at the end of the day, Claudio hits a nasty fucking uppercut on Trent as he went to do a moonsault to the outside. Mox locks Rocky Romero in a bulldog choke. Wheeler Yuta's hitting a fucking nasty fucking Bissaka flying neon. Chucky, then he hits him with the anvil and hammer elbows at Elbow after elbow after elbow. Match rings because Rocky Romero taps out. Elbow after elbow after elbow. We get the hung bucks on the screen. They challenge the or they challenge the BCC to a match next week. The hung bucks. Yep, the hung bucks, baby. Adam Page and the young bucks. That's what they call them. The hung bucks. Love it. Yep, you got them on the screen. They challenge Max, Claudio, and Wheeler, and they say, "Let's see if they can do it without their daddy Brian." So that'll be interesting. Oh. Now we got like the the segment of the night. This was bro, fucking incredible, bro. Oh my god! MJF comes out for a promo, and instantly it's always like ah, MJF. All right, same old stick, right? Let's see what he's gonna do. Same old stalling and dance. I had like this weird feeling that it was gonna be Adam Cole that came out, and then just a minute into it, boom, baby, Adam Cole comes out, and MJF shows him some respect at first. He says that you know he was an Adam Cole fan. When CM Punk left wrestling, he thought he lost his wrestling fandom until he saw young Adam Cole in ROH. He put him over as Shawn Michaels' right-hand man. He says he was the best champion that company has ever had, and that is undisputed. I was like, damn. He just went. And then 
Then what he did was he went all fucking Adam Cole on carrying cross, right? So he just put Adam Cole over like crazy. And then he went and he flipped a fucking complete bitch and goes a 180 and went fucking Adam Cole on carrying cross. He runs down how Adam Cole's got a pathetic body and how pale he is, how he's a gamer and doesn't care about wrestling anymore. He says they gave him a reality TV show. They put him in the ring with his woman. And he says, he says you know what they need to do to put him over? Put him in the fucking ring and ring the goddamn bell. He says Adam Cole is only in AEW because Vince McMahon didn't want him and didn't want to put him over. And when he said Vince, I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah, dude. And not I only mean. did he say Vince, he said he's a big fan of Vince McMahon as well, which fucking popped me. Crowd oh wasn't God. feeling that. But Adam Cole just goes all carrying cross. He cut the exact same fucking promo as him. Then there's Adam Cole's turn. And he did a nice job as well. He says MJF sounds like a toxic social media troll. He asked what his obsession with others' relationships are. He pulled the fiance card again on how she just left him. Says he's a world-class douchebag. He says Max can't touch him. He says uh, they both should go backstage. This is the best part. He says they both should go backstage and piss in a cup because we'll see who's natural and who's not. Talking about whose body. And I was like, damn, okay, okay. He says he may have been a bad guy in the past, but everyone respects him in the locker room. At least nobody respects Max. And they all know it. Max gets fucking all sorts of worked up, dude. And screams in his fucking face. At one point, he even dropped the fucking Keith Lee line on him and said, aren't you supposed to go manage Keith Lee? And then Max goes, you know what? Screw this. Screw this. I will fight you any place, anywhere, anytime. And we will talk about that momentarily. So that was cool. We had a wild fucking match between Jungle Boy Jack Perry and Hook. They defeated Alifias, Jalisa Cohen, Preston Vance. Preston Vance got all sorts of fucking busted up. Nasty fucking bleeding in this match. Jalisa Cohen had his mask half ripped off. Hook fucking jacked Preston Vance in the face with this fucking huge uh, like metal chain, like nasty chain, though, like big, big chain. And then Jungle Boy cracked his ass hard with a steel chair over his head. And I mean hard, like scary hard. Hook hits him with a T-bone through two tables on the outside. Jose, the assistant, gets involved. Hook fucking gets him in his submission. Jungle Boy gets released to go in the snare trap after hitting him with a DDT on the chair, and that's all she wrote. That match was surprisingly fun. Like, I really enjoyed that match. All I was waiting for, Tino, and I'm sure you were too, was for Jungle Boy to turn on Hook after that match, right? When he was standing I, I was waiting, I was waiting for something. I was because it, it was yeah, I was definitely waiting for something to happen, but yeah. I'm sure it's probably I I am I feel like with AEW that we always think it, it, it always happens a week too early, we think. So like it's like next week. I've noticed like they, they they've yeah. kind of been doing that where we think it's gonna happen and then the following week it happens. So yeah, I can see that it's gonna that's gonna happen sooner than later and I'm sure we're gonna get Jack Perry versus Hook, because he's going to do away with that Jungle Boy persona, and I'm down with that. Yeah. We got, let's see what we got. The Tony the Tony Khan announcement, AW Collision, the main event. Uh, it's not going to be CM Punk versus Mojo, which is very smart. This way you don't have to, well, we'll talk about it. It's Jay White, Juice Robinson, and Samoa Joe taking on CMFTR in the Collision main event. Love it. Uh, Don, Don Callis and Kanosuke Takeshka come out. They defeat a local talent. Uh, Takeshka defeats him, obviously, not Callis. John Callis. Uh, yeah, right. Callis gets on the mic after the match, talks about how Kenny Omega is a cancer and how his family, this was the line, his family are going to cut the elite out of AEW for good. So he mentioned his family last week, or I, I think it was on commentary, or whenever he turned on Omega, he said his family, he's not joining the BCC. He's going to have his own stable, his family. I'm intrigued with what that is. 
Unfortunately, we're backstage after a commercial. Christian Cage is back there. Says he's the uncrowned TNT champion. Says he fucking is going to make Arn Anderson suffer. So Luchasaurus laid out Brock Anderson. Why the fuck is this still going? Who cares? Um, followed it up with a TBS championship match. Chris Statlander, baby. Love seeing this belt on TV being defended. I guess Anna Jay was out there with Daddy Magic. Listen, Anna Jay has been progressively getting better with her wrestling, and she looked pretty damn good in this match. She held most of the offense in this match, actually. Daddy Magic was fucking hilarious as always, dude. It's great to see Statlander back on our TVs weekly. Like, it is fantastic. Um, we got a long commercial break after some serious Anna Jay I offense. Love commercials. Oh. Like, dude, such a fucking long commercial break. I'm sitting there like, come on, man. We only get one women's match. We got a four-minute commercial. Like, this is when you put the longest commercial on. Jesus, let's go. That's oh, how they man. plan it, too. They do it that, that on purpose. Like, every fucking week. I know, dude. It's awful. Awful. But stat, we come back. Stats on the offense. Couple big kits. Big, big power slam. Taya Valkyrie's in the back watching on the monitor. She's pissed as fuck. Anna Jay hits a, re- a dope reverse Alabama slam on her for a two. It was a really sick move. Go check it out if you can see it. Uh, stat with a sick discus lariat. Anna Jay locks her in a queen slayer. Uh, stat reverses it. She hits her with a nasty lariat neckbreaker um, combination. Jumping tombstone. One, two, three. That's all she wrote. Good, fun match. Uh, both women looked fantastic, both in the ring. And anyways, let's get to the main event. You had Jay White versus Ricky Starks. Good back and forth match. They fought inside the ring. They fought outside the ring. Uh, it was like 15 minutes. They gave it time. Jay White's got the best Uranagi in the business, period. Ricky Starks has got a fucking nasty spear, period. Jay White gets the win, though, after the guns interfere, maybe on behalf of Bullet Club Bat Black and Gold. We don't know. We had been thinking Black and Gold's going to get new members in Maybe it is Austin and Colton Gunn. And Colton boys. That's all. uh, Yeah, the ass boys. And that's all they wrote on the show. Tino, you asked what we got next week because they run it down so fast. Listen to this show for next week. We got MJF versus Adam Cole in an eliminator match. I mean, what the fuck? We got (laughs) BCC against the Hung Bucks. Dope. We got Mogul Embassy against Keith Lee, Orange Cassidy, Darby Allen, and Sting. In an eight-man tag. And we got Tony Storm taking on the winner of a fatal four-way between Sky Blue, DMD, Mercedes Martinez, and Nyla Rose for the AEW Women's Championship, which I pretty much guarantee is going to be Sky Blue. Because you've been talking about her a lot. But, Tino, this is the first time you've been on my show. What I like to do is play Topic Battle Royal, okay? And now that we let the people know what happened on the show, we can just sit back for the next 35 minutes and talk about what we want to talk about. So I'm going to throw it to you as I always throw it to my guests. We can talk about a plethora of things. We got the AEW collision main event with CM Punk and FTR against Mo, Joe J. White and Just Robinson, Adam Cole and MJF's promo, Orange Cassidy versus Swerve, Jay White versus Ricky Starks. You want to talk about Forbidden Door? We can do that. BCC versus the Chaos or BCC versus the Hung Bucks or all the above. Stat versus Anna J. Don Callis's family. What do you want to talk about? I mean, I feel like a lot of people, I feel like everybody wants to talk about most likely collision. I feel like that's the big thing. The main event of collision right now is like the big thing that's being announced and everybody wants to know. And this is the first time we're going to see Samoa Joe too in a while. I don't think we've seen him in Dynamite or any type of AEW show in a minute. So should be very interesting. As you said earlier too, it's good that we're not seeing the singles match. It's good. It's a six man tag because they may be a little rusty and, you know, we don't want them to go out there and like, you know, yeah. So, 
But yeah, so let's talk about Collision. It's it's in Chicago, as everybody knows. We get the return of CM Punk. Should be fun. I didn't realize it was next Saturday, though. I was like, I looked at my, I looked at my thing. I was like, what's up? I was just like, so. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely excited for it. I'm very interested to see how it works on a Saturday night, though, with like the summer, especially being too though. Because I feel like that's going to be the one thing about the show that might be like very like with the ratings is it's summer, it's June, it's nice out. Not people, people aren't going to want to sit inside and watch wrestling. I mean, we kind of have to because we got to cover it. So, but like, I'd rather be outside enjoying the sun, <laughs> you know? So, right. but I'm excited yep. for the match. I'm excited to see what happens. It's always fun to see CM Punk. I don't care what anybody says about CM Punk. I'm from Chicago. I'm sure you feel the same way. He's from there. He's grew up there. Everything that like he's done and watching them back and everything like that. I love CM Punk. So, hey, I like it. Wear him on my sleeve, baby. Hey, and I will be go. at Collision on Saturday. Oh, you're going? Bro, I yeah. tried to look up tickets. I really yeah, wanted right. to go, but they only had tickets available in the 200 lot. I was like, that's lame. Yeah. No, yeah, I got uh, my buddy got us some some good 100 level seats, man. And then we're going to Dynamite that following Wednesday, baby. Oh, so, you. You're just we'll killing be seeing, it. Yeah, we'll be seeing Punk in like, yo, we. We go to every dynamite that's in town, every pay per view. But I mean, CM Punk's gonna be there. I mean, come on, baby, yeah. come on. That's the but one bro, thing I have not done yet is see him live. Uh, one day, so when bad. you go, let me know. We'll, I know. Uh, we'll hang I know. Out. Yeah, we'll I got for sure. Boy, so yeah. let me ask you a question before I give my opinion on this. Do you want Dynamite and Collision to be a hard brand split? If they could do it correct, I mean, we've seen with WWE, they don't know what the hell they're doing with anything anymore. The brand split is pretty much, you know, it's it's there, but it's not there. And it's kind of, you know, like it, it is what it is. I mean, I, I would like it for the specific fact that it would give me more of a reason to watch Collision. A co- collision. Collision. Can't even speak. It's so, what? Anyway. I mean, it would give me more of a reason to watch it because it just sometimes like with Rampage, like I just can't watch Rampage because it just, it's so late. It's after SmackDown. I'm a little tired. It just, I don't know. And sometimes it's just not that exciting. And sometimes I do tune in, but that's the one thing I worry about with this show is that it's going to turn into that. But if it is separate where it's like, I'm going and it's kind of like feeling like a SmackDown or like something like that, I'm all for it because I love wrestling. I just, you can only handle so much wrestling, and if right. it's not good, it's not going to be, you know. And that's the thing they got to do. They got to make sure they get people's attra- attention with it because it's going to be one of those things that it's going to be a hit or miss. It's either going to be really good, it's going to be really bad, and people are either going to watch it or they're not going to watch it. Right. So. And <clears throat> you hit on a key point earlier. And first of all, what's up to everybody again in the chat? What's yes, up, guys? Blowing the everybody. fucking chat Hanging up. out. Throw my ones up to you. Thank you so much for my being here. My virtual background doesn't work for you. <laughs> I like your virtual background, man. You always pull it off so well. I don't care what you say. <laughs> um, so, yeah, chat's blown up. But, yeah, man, to your point, Collision, I don't expect to have huge ratings. And I know a lot of people say, fuck ratings. You know, it is what it is. They don't, I guess they don't really need ratings. They're going to anticipate this because they already got the big deal, right? Well, yeah, you got to know in the summer, like you said, Saturday nights in the summer, people are going to be outside barbecuing. The last thing that they're going to be doing is watching wrestling. Unless you have TV outside, I used to have like five TVs around outside around my pool. We'd have like the Sox game on one. We'd have like another game Mm -hmm. on the other. We'd have like so. I mean, unless you got that, but I mean, yeah. No, no, no. Right, right. No, and (laughs) I, I get that. I get that for sure, dude. But then once you get into the fall season. When you got football that starts, and you got college football on Saturdays, and then you're gonna have 
you know, college basketball. And then eventually you're going to have NFL football. Well, yeah, and, they announced they announced a couple Saturday weeks where they're going to have games right. that be with the I mean, isn't like Christmas and something on like a Saturday, too, or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So I don't expect I don't expect and I don't think they expect. And this that's show the one thing do, I do hope to is that they don't expect it. Right. Um, but I think that they're going to still put on a killer show because they know people are going to DVR and they're going to go back and watch and they're going to try to do as many clicks as they can, period. And I, for one, am excited about Collision because for how long have we sat here and bitched? They don't use Miro. Where the fuck is Miro? Oh, yeah, they don't use Thunder Rosa, right? They don't use Andrade, right? They don't use FTR. They didn't use House of Black. Fucking X, Y, and Z. Like there, are, dude, there are so many underused people in this company because he signed everybody after the pandemic. Yeah. Appreciate it. It was great. Fucking use them. He still doesn't use them. He so kind of what Vince hooked. did. Vince got everybody and then he didn't know what to do. He right. just signed everybody. Exact same like, shit. You got to find something to do. And that's yep. the one thing I do hope with, like, you know, like I do hope seeing a lot of people that we don't see because there's a lot of people that I feel like in Ring of Honor and stuff like that, like maybe if they get moved to Collision or whatever it is, or like Samoa Joe and stuff like that, like seeing them more is going to be because I like I love Samoa Joe. I love Punk. I love like, you know, I got like Miro, Andrade, all those guys. And, you know, I think it would just be good to see those guys at least have something to do because Fucking Hobbs, fucking Hobbs, do something with fucking Hobbs, man. Hobbs, yeah, we didn't even mention Hobbs. I mean, there's, there's, there's a, there's so many we can think of. I just can't think of them off the top of my head. <laughs> uh, right, yeah. So I'm excited for Collision. I, I, I don't think they're gonna do great ratings, like I said. But again, I don't think that they need to do great ratings. I said if they, if they float around that five hundred thousand mark, I think that that's a, uh, that's a solid rating right there, and. Yeah. uh at the end of the day, it's not it's not really about TV ratings anymore as much as we all still kind of think it's about TV ratings. But You're we right. can move on. Yo, what's up, Nick? I fucking put you over hardcore to start this show, what's bro. This up, is all man? beautiful. That video you made was beautiful. This whole look here you made is fucking beautiful, brother. Thank you, my dude. And hey, you catch Universal Wrestling Podcast live right here on these airwaves tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Of course, you miss Jade. She'll be back. Already? She just she's been gone for two weeks. He's a he's a jade simp. He says it. I feel he says it himself. All right, I'm gonna keep this train rolling, dude. I'm going with this right let's, here. Yeah, let's go. Adam Cole, MJF. Wow, 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 wow. Incredible stuff on both think, guys. I didn't think it was gonna go that far at first. I was like, dude, oh. it started going directions. I and I start it started feeling like a story. I was like, whoa, I started getting like invested like last Friday with the Usos and the blood. I was like. I, yeah. I forgot I was live for a minute. I'm like, wait, guys, what's up? I'm like, I'm still here. So, man. Man, it's so good. Dude, it was so good. Like, I basically read the promo to you. MJF slayed the day, puts over Adam Cole as a legitimate opponent. Remember, he didn't call any of his previous opponents opponents legitimate. You know, he kind of put Brian over. But the three other guys that he fought his last program, he basically said, you're not worthy of me. Right away, the first thing he says to Adam Cole, oh, a worthy opponent, and then shit all over him. Adam Cole's retort was solid as well. I'm fucking jacked. We're getting this match next week already. Like it's just uh, yeah, unexpected. I it's thought it was different. gonna be. I thought it was gonna be forbidden. Forbidden door. My bad. I'm sorry, dude. Talk. Please talk away. Talk. Oh, yeah. Talk. talk no, away. I definitely thought it would be forbidden door. I didn't think it would happen this fast. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I thought maybe they're gonna save it for all out because MJF's gonna say. 
I'm not wrestling at that forbidden door bullshit, like he said, after double or nothing. And I thought he was going to say, like, I'm not going overseas to wrestle at that stupid fucking all-in show. You could fuck off with that, too. So I thought maybe we work this all the way to all out, and that's where we get it. And we still might. Because yeah, it's I not mean, a title match. It's just an eliminator match, match, you know? Yeah, I mean, very true. We could yeah. see some type of DQ, too, where something happens, or MJF hits him in the... You know, the no-no square, you know, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. For sure. So what's what's your take on this program, man? You excited? I mean, I like it. I'm definitely down for it, and I love Adam Cole. And like we were saying with the promo, I love these types of promos. And Adam Cole even said it when he was talking about MJF. He's like, I thought you were this promo god, and you were going to come out here and dish me and everything like this. And I think he definitely did, and it was kind of fun. I was waiting for MJF to say NXT. I was like, is he going to say NXT <laughs> or is he going to say the other brand? And then he said the other brand. I was like, damn. Yeah. But even like when he said Vince and stuff like that, and it's funny how like AEW just goes all out and they don't really care what they say about anybody in WWE. If it's John, if it's Vince, if it's Hunter, if it's Nick, if it's whoever it is, they don't really care. And especially MJF. It should be really interesting to see if this guy really doesn't go to WWE or even just like talks or like even shows up at like, like watch him take a picture next to like the, the top, the towers or the WWE towers. That would be 2024. That would be like he's gonna be. It's, it's, it would just be so interesting. But I'm excited to see this. I really, I like I said, I love Adam Cole. I love MJF, and it's good to see Adam Cole back. Especially if anybody didn't watch All Access, I would definitely just check that out. Just specific, specifically for the Adam Cole story, because there's a lot of things that they go into that explain some things that they may or you may not know. That is just like makes and you get behind him more than you actually do because you just want to see him have this comeback story so Ooh. i think it's gonna be really good i don't know if he beats mjf though is that i feel like that's the big thing does he beat mjf because i feel like mjf they kind of want him to be like their roman reigns in a way i don't know if he'll hold it for a thousand days but i feel like mjf is gonna be that guy to hold it for a while so that's the only thing is i i would love to see adam cole win the title at some point because he has held almost every title in professional wrestling besides, I think, this one. And then, obviously, the World Heavyweight title because Vince wanted to turn him into a manager. <laughs> and, yeah, and then he talked about that, too. He said that he was Keith Lee's manager. And it was just like, man, that started bringing me back to Adam Cole and Keith Lee having those matches and everything. Oh, I love man, the Black oh Gold NXT. Dude, that was my shit. That was when I was, like uh, – Anti AE dub and <laughs> all anti. black and gold. I was because, so like, I was like, why is this motherfucking company like? I don't know, man. Don't and know. it's so funny how like most of them now are like on AEW, and that's why I am miss like Mister AEW. Dude. Like, all, I like it. Yep, because all of my black and gold family went to AEW. Plus, my boy John Moxley's there. Is like my is my favorite wrestler in the world now. CM Punk fucking came back. Man, you know, yeah, I, I eventually it's still ruined crazy all that. How long they've actually been there for? Like, I was thinking about that. Like, crazy. I was looking up old pay per views, and the fact that it's been around around for this long already, it's kind of crazy. It's like, damn, like, yeah, they kept talking about tonight how next week's going to be the place. There was their original Dynamite was there. Oh. The first women's champion was crowned there. Yes. Fucking insane, I bro. Know. But I was thinking with this. I eventually, I did think that Adam Cole was going to be the guy to dethrone MJF. I didn't think that they would do it into like full gear. I think they could pull the trigger now, though. I think they, I think they can pull the trigger now. Not now, not anytime soon, but in September at All Out. It won't be at All In or Forbidden Door. It'll be at All Out. I don't think he's going to have to run through trials and tribulations like everyone else. I don't know how 
it lasts so all out. I actually had no idea how the four pillar program was going to last so long. I thought that was going to be a, a, like a quick thing, you know? So yeah, I'm intrigued to see where it goes. And after tonight's promo, I'm fucking excited to see where yeah. it goes. And that's the one thing is I'm excited. And it's one of those things where I like both guys. So I just want to see them go out there and have a great match. And obviously like I want Adam Cole to win, but MJF is like, MJF's that guy you love to hate. Like you just become that guy like that. You just, you hate him, but at the same time, you just love, you love him. So. Yeah, man, me and my wife are sitting there tonight. We're huge Adam Cole marks, and, like, we both, like, you know, I don't hate MJF by any means. We love to hate him, you know? And we're yeah. sitting there, like, God, we just fucking hate this guy. We just hate him. And then he's, he's just, like, digging in, and we're like, oh, he hates you. So good. damn, that was so good. Was yeah. Stuff, stuff that comes yep. out of his mouth is just so fantastic, and yep. it's just so great because he is still so young. The fact that this man could really be around for such a long time and that, like, if he really does keep his body in shape, the way that he says he does and everything. And like, you know, I just, it, it, it could be really crazy to think we're like, it, you never know anything is possible. I mean, we never knew it could happen with Cody, but what if he does have this run with AEW and then 10 years from now, we're, we're talking about having him, him having a run in another company. Like that's something that possibly could happen if it's not WWE or like, you never know. He's only happens, 30 because he'd only be 34, dude. It's well, crazy, well, that's man. Like the, and, yeah. and, and, like, it's like how young some of these people are. I think a lot right. of these people forget. Like, that's why I like a lot of people like NXT, but I like NXT for that reason. Like, you're seeing these people come up from like 20, 22 years old and like they're that young. Imagine what they're going to be in like, like, they, like, you know what I mean? Like Randy Orton was that guy back then, but you didn't see it as often as you see it now where, like, these guys are champions at 22, 24, 25. It's like I was sitting at, a, I was sitting at like, Dave and Buster's at 25, like, watching <laughs> Sox games. Like, yeah, I'm doing something wrong. But, yeah, I'm excited for it. Dude, hell yeah, I can't wait. I do – let's see, Faction Cast says Ricky Starks. I won't, It won't be Andrade. He might not be with the company. But uh, he says Ricky Starks or Andrade at winter is coming. Ricky is a good candidate to dethrone MJF. I don't know that his booking is so subpar, though. I just I don't know, man. I think yeah, that I he's know. a Cody guy, and we might see Ricky in WWE sooner than we see MJF in WWE. I mean, imagine. I mean, at least it would be better than what he did the first time he was there. You might, I I saw a picture of him in there once. There, it was like a jobber match or something like that. But you never know. Yeah, it's probably before he went to NWA for sure. But yeah. all right, brother, what else do we want to talk about? We got Orange Cassidy versus Swerve, Jay White versus Ricky Starks, Forbidden Door in the two matches we got, and whatever else you want on that card. We got Chris Statlander, Anna Jay, Don Callis' family, BCC versus Chaos thing. Let's what talk about got? Chris Statlander and Anna Jay. All right, my dude. All right. So, 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 I mean, what well, I mean, I. I'm still kind of getting used to Jade not being here. Like I, I like he said, like he said two weeks. Like it's got like I don't know why. Like it, I feel like the pay per view was like a month ago. Like it feels like it was so long ago. But I'm excited to see where Chris Statlander do, does with this. And I'd be happy to see her back. These injuries nowadays with these superstars also have been awful. So it's like we should like you know like you never know when any of them could get hurt. So it's got to enjoy them while they can. So it should be interesting. And as you said, this match was honestly I thought it was longer than it was going to be. So. It was it was a good match and it was you know so should be should be interesting. Jade probably won't be back till end summer ends. I heard somebody say that in my chat. She probably just gonna spend the whole summer with her daughter because she's been champion for so long. So I wouldn't doubt it. She'd probably be back. Probably as you said, like all in. Watch that or is it all out? All in? I I get confused. 
Probably the Chicago one. I don't know. I mean, maybe she'll go Anything. more overseas. People, yeah, yeah, whichever one it is. But yeah, I feel like that's when we probably will see her again. But it was a good match. It was definitely a good way to see Statlander and Anna Jay go out there and, you know. Yeah, man, it was cool to see two AEW original women go out there and do their thing. Anna Jay is so much improved from when she started. She used to be unwatchable, like robotically unwatchable. And now she's smooth. She flows. She goes really well. And I would even say it's because she's in, in there with such a pro like Statlander. But like I said earlier, Anna Jay was the one who was on the offense for most of the match. So it was just, it was nice to see her progression inside the ring. Enjoyable match. It really was. I wish we didn't get a four minute fucking commercial, but everything around that was really nice. Tyle Valkyrie being backstage, like vehemently looking into the, the monitor. We're going to get Chris Statlander. We're probably going to get a heel Tyle Valkyrie. Now I have two questions for you. One, Stat probably keeps the belt. It's more of a comment that you'll probably agree with. Two, Originals versus Outcasts. I said, like, a month and a half ago, when she first got there, um, Taya Valkyrie, she's got to be on the Outcast team. we got to get a five-on-five match. She's got to be on the Outcast team. I originally said Jade is the TBS champion. Has got to be an original to combat Taya. But motherfucker... This all just worked itself out so smoothly to where Chris Statlander now could be on the originals team with DMD and Sheeta and Jamie Hayter. Hell, if, if, if Hayter's out, she can even replace Hayter. And now you got Taya Valkyrie, another legitimate star on the Outsiders with Soraya and Tony and Ruby. So two questions. Uh, Chris Statlander versus Taya, who wins that match? And do you want to see them mixed up into this Outsiders original story. Well, Chris Statlander, I think, would win that match, yeah. Because I feel like Chris Statlander, I feel like they are going to try to maybe make her title reign a little bit longer, like maybe make it a little bit meaningful. I mean, you got to you gotta keep the title, I mean, to where it's at. It is kind of, it is semi-prestigious. I mean, it is kind of a mid-card title for the women or whatever. But, I mean, with Jade holding it as long as she did and everything, the title still feels like semi, you know, it's no, like, 24-7 nonsense or some, like, random-ass title that they got. So it should be very interesting. And, and as you said that, the only thing I could think about is you're absolutely right with her joining the Outsiders because, again, she was also in WWE, too. So it's kind of like that thing, too, because she's also married to Johnny Drip Drip, Johnny Morrison, Johnny Elite, Johnny – WWE, Johnny, whatever day it is. <laughs> Johnny MLW, Johnny Lucha. <laughs> yeah, all the Johnnies. So I think that would be good. And you said it perfectly. They she she fits in where she could just take the the rights of the the originals and everything. And were you the one that said blood and guts? I yeah, long there. ago. Were long, you long, long I ago? Was, I, I, I was listening. Yeah. I think it was it must have been your show, and somebody said blood and guts, and I was like, yeah. I was thinking about that. And so I mean. I think that would be definitely really interesting. I love these like faction warfares. I don't know about anybody else, but I no, love time. like it's so fun to see, and it's nice to see these women actually have some type of rivalries. That yes, the titles are semi involved, but they're not. And I say it all the time on my show. I wish some of the women in WWE, AEW, where you could just have rivalries that don't have titles that could just have yeah. like faction rivalries or you know like this and that because that's what you know it gives people other things to do if you're not going to introduce titles or if you're not going to make a title meaningful or anything like that so right you do it with the men all over the place why can't you do it with the women and this right here is the huge biggest biggest announcement out there right now the bloodline entertainment network our boy 
the devious one, the Professor Ivan, will be making his grand return back to these airwaves. Healthy, I hope, my guy, on Circle of Debate Sunday. Can't wait. Cannot wait to tune in live for the Circle of Debate show to see that man, that man, live again. Yes, Kofi. Yes, Kofi. Weeks and we live, baby. What's good, dog? What is good? And yeah, we know KPG. You're the leader of the Jay Cargo fan club. We know. We know. <laughs> but man, I'm I'm excited what they're doing with this women's division. We got a glimpse of the Outsiders versus Original Story to end the night with uh, Tony and Ruby cutting a promo on the who will win the Fatal Four Way and what Tony will do to them next week. Bro, it's got to be Sky Blue, right? It's Sky Blue versus DMD versus Mercedes Martinez versus Nyla Rose. It's got to be Sky Blue, right? I see. I said Britt Baker. So you just think they go with the superstardom? Like you just I mean, you just think they I, roll with the superstardom? I mean, I, I would love to see Sky Blue. I love Sky Blue. I, she's another one too. I think that would be like collision. I think would be good for her to see. Maybe if she goes there if she doesn't get you know. Because we see these people on like Rampage and stuff, and I sometimes just forget about Rampage because after SmackDown, I'm a little. You know, like I'm tired. I just like I can't turn wrestling out right away. And it's an awful show. It's just an it's just an awful show. Yeah. So I mean, but honestly, I mean, that's who I think is gonna win is one of these two. I think it's gonna be DMD or Sky Blue. But I feel like if that's if they're gonna go and they want to see like like a match of like high power or star power, I feel like they would do DMD. But the more and more I think about it, I feel like you're right with Sky Blue because I feel like they're going to want to put Tony over more. And Sky Blue's great in the ring, but she's one of those girls that we obviously know isn't going to win the title. And with Britt, it might be, you know, so I, I think I think you could be right with Sky Blue on that one. Yeah, just like just looking at what Britt's done, obviously she's still a focal point of the whip. And if she really she isn't. always will be. She'll right. always be that number. She'll be the Trish Stratus where, like, right. she, the Charlotte Flair. Like, yeah. she will always be that. But, like, even right now, as I say that, she's really not. Like, she's there. She's a focal point of the OGs versus Outcast. I guess she was involved with the Jericho feud. But, like, she's not the main point of the women's division. She's not the world champion. Like, she ain't making that about her. Well, so that's what Antony Storm said multiple times over the last few weeks I, at Forbidden Door. I want to fight New Japan's Sky Blue. Go to whatever fucking dojo you want. Find New Japan's Sky Blue. Bring him to me in Canada. I'm going to beat that ass back to Japan. Like, those are pretty much verbatim her words. So, I'm thinking Sky gets the upset because the the outsiders get involved. Ruby fucks with Britt. Sky gets the win. She probably, like, beats pins Nyla Rose because Nyla could lose. She loses all she does is lose. So Sky gets the win there. And then Tony versus Sky because I'm like, I love the star power. We'd love to see Tony versus Britt. Like that's a fucking monster match. Like if you're trying to make this dynamite something special, then yeah, sure. Go Tony versus Britt. Absolutely. But I just think based on everything that she said over the last couple of weeks, it's gonna be Tony and Sky Blue for sure. Hey. Yep. Yeah. Uh- yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, hey, well, we're gonna have to find out on Friday. So you're right. Well, Tino, look at that man. Dom thinks that he says uh he feels like we could just skip the rampage match and do Brit versus Tony next weekend. I, mean, I see. I, so he's with you. I don't know, man. I, I, I'm if I was betting, all right. And and uh, Bakley's not here. If he was, he's setting up for MMA show. But he, I'll be like, give me the odds, right? If I was a bet man, which I am a bet man, but I don't do no odds bet on this. I would get. I would put like, I would say Sky Blue is probably like. 
two point five like to one to to win the match. Like she's probably like minus two fifty. She's a favorite. I'm telling you, if Vegas was doing odds, Vegas would make Sky Blue the favorite. I mean, the like I just feel like the only reason why Britt would win is because we talked about the star power. Where if people are looking at the dynamite card, they're gonna see Britt Baker versus Tony Storm, and right. they might be more interested to tune it in than they see Sky Blue versus Tony Storm. So that's the only thing with Britt that I feel like why she might win. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I think with like what like what you said with what Tony said and everything, I feel like Sky Blue because Tony and Sky could go out there and have a decent match, and we all know Tony's still gonna win. So, yes. but it should be very interesting to see what happens. But yeah, I mean, Dom's right. I mean, if they if 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 they were gonna do that, I mean, he might very well have just rather said Britt and Tony and skipped it. So that might be a very good reason why Sky Blue does pull off the win because they are they didn't announce that they're having a little a match. So I like that. All right, man. We got about 10, 14 minutes to go here. We got a couple more topics we can talk about. We can talk about what's going on with the Orange Cassidy Swerve and that all those guys. We can talk about what's going on with Bullet Club Gold and Ricky Starks. Uh, we can talk about Forbidden Door and those two matches or I was BCC. Say, or talk about those two matches because those two matches are. Insane that like like we were like why we were saying earlier like the fact that those were even announced I had to take a double check I'm like are is that from last year I'm like that's the same type of picture that they use like I'm like is that real is this because I can go out there and make one like John Cena versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania next year and somebody's you know like so you never know but man those two matches official is going to be so great and I'll be honest I was that person that I really didn't know too much of the New Japan guys until last year's Forbidden Door. I had to go back and watch them, like it will Osprey and stuff like that. But since then, and then seeing Forbidden Door last year, and now watching as much as I do of everything, it's it, it's going to be insane to watch like Brian versus Okada and oh Kenny versus Will, and it just it's it's going to be insane. And those are matches that we don't like that we think about that we could see, and it's just like it's like those are matches we play on like 2K. I feel like sometimes, so it yeah. just. Those be are matches that line. I. Those are matches that I asked for last year, and when it was in Chicago, when we were there, that we didn't get because the whole damn roster was fucking injured. I feel like. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. There was a lot year, of people hurt last year. The whole roster was hurt. It was wild, bro. You couldn't even book it. Like, in he did book it really chaotically and kind of like shit. But the show was fucking fantastic. Arguably the show of the year. And if you haven't seen Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega at Wrestle Kingdom this year. Go back and fucking watch it. Arguably match of the year. But, dude, when they announced, well, they didn't announce, when Will Ospreay beat Lance Archer, which was a solid eight-minute match at Dominion, like very fast-paced, hard-hitting match, Omega or Ospreay just said, I'm fucking coming for you, Kenny, at Forbidden Door. And I'm not only coming for you, Kenny, I'm coming to take the IWGP US Championship back to Japan, and I'm going to fight all of Canada when I do it. And I'm like, let's fucking go. Because fuck Kenny Omega and the Elite. So I'm like, let's fucking go, baby. And then Brian, after the BCs, well, Mox and Claudio and Shooter lost to Okada, Tanahashi, and Ishii. Um, Moxie goes, Okada, we're not done with you. The world's greatest wrestler has a message for you. And that's when Brian appears on the Tron. And he's like, Fucking, you're coming to the desert. There's no rain in the desert. And Okada gets on the mic and he goes, there's rain everywhere I go. And I'm like, oh, my God. Let's fucking go, dude. Just incredible. Those two matches alone have show of the year potential. And everything else they're going to do, I, I can't wait. We're probably going to get FTR against Bishamon. It's going to be a rematch. Uh, that's Hiroki Goto and uh, Yoshihashi. 
they're the IWGP Tag Team Champions and now New Japan Strong Champions as well. They won both of those tag belts, and they also beat FTR at Wrestle Kingdom to start the year. So I, I'd anticipate we're going to get a rematch of that at Forbidden Door as well, which would be dope. And uh, I don't know. I was going to say Mercedes might be doing something. Yeah, but I mean, I've heard all of I just listened to the new Matt Hardy episode, the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy, and John Alba asked him, he's like, do you see Mercedes coming for, like, Forbidden Door? Like, that would be so crazy. Like, like that's another thing. Like, the fact that, like, Sasha Mercedes was just in WWE – the boss and everything. And now she's doing all like, like that's like the fact like we were talking about MJF, like that's how crazy like the world, like you just really never know. Like who would have said three, four years ago, Sasha Banks would be Mercedes Monet in new Japan right now. Nobody. I think she'd be a five more time women's champion by now. Main event in WrestleMania. But bro, if you would have said four years ago that I'm going to be sitting here talking about another wrestling promotion that I like leaps and bounds better than WWE. We can't have any more, bro. I can only handle two. I can't handle a third. Well, we can't. There won't be another. Well, there's you got these two, and then like New Japan's a nice third, and well, you know, you got Impact as well. Well, you know, there's two. There's two big dogs, and there there will never be a third. I never thought there'd be a second. I mean, that that is dry. The way way it came about. It'll never happen again. No. A billionaire with a wrestling mind or wrestling passion and a couple of guys, a.k.a. one guy, Cody Rhodes, with a real fucking business mindset who drove it in a couple of douchebags who had some friends to bring wrestlers along with them. I mean, that's what it's all about. You can need a couple friends and some money. I mean, it's, that, that's all it's about, baby. That's literally that's it. I mean, that. I mean, that's I feel like that's how a lot of these business get started. Look at Logan Paul. He's got a few of his friends and they got to. They just, they just like, man, that's, man. That's it. That's it. For sure. Let's see uh, what else we got. Let's get one other thing. Two things. Fuck it. It's kind of the same thing, but they're different things. Hey, Bullet man. Club Gold. Do you think the guns or your ass boys are a part of that stable now? I mean, Don Callis' family. They, they might be. You, they very well might be. And that's what they did. Like. The fact that the guns is be like being used the way that they are and as much as they are is like still kind of crazy to me too because like they're great. Like they they really they're like great. they really have like like I didn't think I liked them at first. Like I don't know if you ever did. Do you ever watch that show a few years ago? It might have been during the like right after the pandemic that he went on on no. I for he went on this like list. Yes, of- my wife watched it. Yes, yeah, yes. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a reality show. That, he was like on a farm, guy. right? Huh? Was he on a farm or something? Yeah. See, I'm that guy. I watch all of those. So, yeah, like, yeah. when he came on there and everything and, like, realizing that he was Billy Gunn's son and everything, and when he showed up in AEW with his brother and everything, it's, like, the fa- like everything that he's done and, like, com- from what I saw and him acting like an idiot on that show to him being, like, this guy that can get over and be a bad guy and everything, it's so cool to see because he is, like, they're kind of making a way for themselves kind of out of their dad's shadow. And that's the one thing I kind of like is like when you think of the gun, you think of the ass boys. You're not thinking of Billy Gunn and you you kind of are somewhat, but I mean, they're still kind of like getting out there and it should be very interesting. And that's, I like seeing people like this. They come out, they build themselves up. When you're talking about like originals, like seeing the originals come up and now seeing Chris as a champion and seeing like, you know, like even seeing Tony as a champion after she got screwed in WWE. Cause she was another one I thought would be a future champion. Seeing her as champion is cool. So. I'm I'm enjoying the guns, and I think that they are a part of that. And with this faction warfare, it's just one of those things that I just I love it. And we talked like we talked about earlier. I I just I love seeing like 
sides guys going after each other and the BCC and the elite and these guys and that guys. And it, I love it. So love it, dude. And yeah, they've really built themselves up the feud with the acclaimed, the feud with their dad, like KPG just said, he feels like they're going to win the trio titles with their dad, but have no direction right now. Now that's interesting because clearly Billy and, and the acclaimed are not going to beat the house of black. No. They keep telling this story that Billy needs to win the trios title or another title before he retires, thus being the trios title. I like that. That's a, that's a good possibility. Maybe it is with his sons instead of the acclaimed. I, I, I mean, really I feel like that would only make sense, that. right? You want to go out as champion with your sons. Like that'd be a cool moment. I'm sure we'd get a confetti display and everything. What's up the universal wrestling podcast. <laughs> hell yeah dude hell yeah yo so we got i'm all down i'm all let me see my bad my bad i thought it was still up i'm all down with this dude i'm all down with the guns joining bullet club gold it gives them fucking something to do that's not the firm or whatever it is um like ethan page joins the hardys you got this right here new character change with the hardys but bro i was like he isn't fucking he He's teaming with Big Bill and Lee Moriarty on Rampage. So what What the fuck? I, I, it, it, it's, it's so confusing. The only it's thing so I could say about anything is I just love seeing the Hardy Boys on TV. The fact that they're still doing anything in 2023 and people can say what they want about Jeff, but I love Jeff, Matt, the Hardy Boy. Like, they'll always be my favorite tag team, and I don't care what they're doing. And the fact they just did that deletion match again on Rampage I thought was really good. And it, he they got out of the, the Ethan mm-hmm. – page contract and all that nonsense so i mean it should be very interesting to see and matt hardy has said that he loves to to work with all these guys so it's really cool just to see you know yo yeah matt hardy doing a great job putting young talent over for sure how yeah. to elevate them lee moriarty does fucking need a character fucking huge huge yeah. time big yeah they need time. to think this like, is a smoking fucking hot layout Nick. yeah it i need is. Where, where can i get this at where do i where do i get the <laughs> Oh, I got to where you got the people, bro. Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. You get your guys in touch with my guys or something. (laughs) Yeah, but no, Lee Moriarty needs a character change for sure. He'd be cool fucking in in black and gold, man. He'd be dope as fucking black and gold. There's there's Um, some people I feel like there's a lot. I wanted Big Bill to join black and gold tonight, dude. So Um, it's kind of ironic. Oh, man, I'm sick in the head. Now that I'm thinking about this, all. The four members of the firm would be dope in fucking black and gold. The guns, Big Bill, and Lee Moriarty would all be kind of tight in the firm. That's or, or in black and, and gold. That's crazy. Crazy. It, it's crazy. It is crazy. You just really, I mean, you just really never know. You mm-hmm. know. Yo, so on that same note, then it's kind of kind of ironic. We're talking about the stables, right? So we're talking <laughs> about black and gold. We're talking about Don Callis's family. He's t- he said this multiple times now. Family. He's not going to join the BCC. He's not BCC. I never thought he was BCC with Takeshka. They might team together at some point. Like, they might align together to fight the elite when Abushi shows up. But, who do you want in Don Callis' family with Takeshka? You've said multiple times on the show you love gang warfare, faction warfare. I love faction warfare myself. Who do you want to see join Kanosuke Takeshka and Don Callis? I mean, who would? Like, that's the question. Who would really join Don? Like I feel like I feel like I don't know. Like at the top of my head, like I really can't think of anybody that would like really want to join. I mean, I don't know. Like that, like who would really want to join Don? I wouldn't want to join Don. So I mean, I feel like that, like, who do you think it would be? 
So I think some weird fucked up thing happens where it's where Aussie Open joins him. So hear me out. I think that Don Callis and Kanosuke Takeshka are going to help Will Ospreay win the IWGP United States Championship at Forbidden Door. But I don't think Will Ospreay is going to like the fact that Don Callis helped him win the belt as he's going to say, I'm the best fucking wrestler in the world. I didn't need your help. I should have beat Okada. Aussie Open is a part of the United Empire. I think that maybe that causes some sort of rift where Aussie Open turns on Will Ospreay, pushing United Empire full-blown faces, and which they pretty much already are, and Aussie Open full-blown heels, which they pretty much already are in AEWROH. Takeshka with Aussie Open, that's beautiful. Maybe give him some beef like Big Bill. I know I mentioned him twice, but that man needs a stable. He needs a mouthpiece. That's what he, he like, needs. To, not- he needs to find somewhere to like place because I feel like with him, he's been in so many different things that he just doesn't like. We need to find somewhere just for him to fit in and just right. sit, like just find his footing. Yeah, right. I know, and it's it's stupid to say like he needs to find a, a faction where he and Malcolm Bivens fucking or Stokely Hathaway talking oh for him God. and shit. But he's- like. That the firm was just stupid because they fucked up after the first day. Like the first night, it was dope, and then it was fucking stupid. As soon as they started feuding with MJF, over with. It ruined everything. Well, about it didn't it. make any sense because did they helped him win the thing, and then they like it just I don't, I don't. No sense. Very confusing. What's up, Travis? Man, thanks What's for up, tuning Travis? in, dude. How you feel? A stable coming? How you feel about stable coming back? All in wrestling, yo. I love having stables all over wrestling, man. We talked about this. It's a huge reason why I like New Japan because it's like faction warfare all over the place. Why I love the Attitude Era because there's faction warfare all over the place. And now AEW is like literally, it's just fucking. That's, men, right. that's literally women, all it is. Every, everything. All it there's, is. A, there, there's literally, you, you could put a faction together with like five people that like are just like walking together. <laughs> like like yeah. in reality like you really could i mean like 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 sammy and tay and then you just put anna and somebody and jungle boy in it there's you had somebody else yes. you know it's just like yeah there's just so many factions they can come up with and like i love it too fun to see i do speaking of fact i hope and we, we talk about undisputed i hope we see bobby fish i we see kyle o'reilly back at some point like I want to mm-hmm. see them go, and it's good to see Roderick Strong do something oh, that wasn't being used in NXT for whatever reason and for however long. So it's good, but you know, I want to see. I still want to see a few guys come back because you know Can't, it's always good. To see would them. love to see Bobby Fish back. Big you know, uh, undisputed era fan. The four of them together, I'd love to see them at some point. Roderick Strong is my dude. He has looked incredible. Kyle O'Reilly, speedy recoveries from that neck surgery for yeah. sure, and welcome back. Or get back soon, Tino. What's up? Thank you for coming hey, on no the problem. AW Dynamite Review Show with your boy TK. It's on the screen. Let the people know where they can find you. Well, as you can see, you can find me on Tino's Time, Tino's Time 1996. You can also find me on Tino's Time Wrestling. You can find me on the Southside Boys 23 on Twitter. Southside Boys taking over the baseball game. We're going to be live tomorrow for episode number 12. White Sox haven't have are doing good the last week, so that's good. We got a doubleheader against the Yankees tomorrow. Everybody, if anybody is in New York, I do want to say stay safe out there because it did not look pretty in New York. So I saw a few pictures from some athletes and some White Sox Yankee players, a couple YouTubers. Stay safe out there. But yeah, we'll be live tomorrow. You can find me on Tino's Gaming 2023 on Twitch or on all the social medias. I'm live every day. I'll be live twice tomorrow. 
I appreciate you having me on for the first time, man. Been looking forward to coming on your show. So happy to be here. And ha thank you, everybody in the chat for commenting and being here at 9, 10 o'clock, wherever you all may be. So it's good. It's a nice, nice show to recap. Sometimes, sometimes some of these shows I forget. So it's nice to recap them sometimes. Dude, you're fucking awesome. Anytime you want to come back and hang out with me on the Bloodline Entertainment Network, you are more than welcome, dude. I appreciate you so very much for fucking coming on with me. And I appreciate the chat. The chat was blowing up tonight. Kenneth, thanks for tuning in, man. He says it's, uh, the family is an homage to the Heenan family. Now, that is interesting. And uh, so yeah. Bobby Heenan, Mark, something I can get behind. What if he becomes the AEW uh, or the Sunny Ono of AW starts pulling a pipeline of New Japan talent. Very interesting. I mean, yeah, that, that is going to be the one thing. That's mm. what I'm saying is like, who is he going to do? Get it. And like, like right. some of the names you were saying, like made sense. And it was like, those were not the names. Aussie, I was, I was Aussie Open. In, in, right. So, and Aussie Open makes sense. As well as this man who's in the United Empire with Aussie Open, Jeff Cobb. Wow. Great. Oh, great point. Love it. Uh, appreciate yeah, every one of you. We haven't seen Parker. In, I feel like we saw Parker like three times, and then that was it. Yeah, man. Yeah, this it's, it's the roster, bro. It, it's it's the roster. You know how they do. Well, but, yo, so that, that's why hopefully Collision helps, though. Hopefully we see some of these guys a little bit more and some of these ladies and nice flow of wrestling every week. You know, that's going to help. It's going to help big time separating that roster. No yeah. doubt. Tino, thank you again, man. I really appreciate no you. Anytime. For tuning in, and thank you guys to all of you in the chat who tuned in. Thank you, everyone who's going to listen for listening. I appreciate you guys so very much. And if you're still watching, hit that like button, please hit that like button and hit that subscribe button. That's the most important part. So you get more TK and everything else we do on the Bloodline Entertainment Network, including you got to get you to 1K, man. Got to get, get, get you there. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> but we got big stuff coming up, including. Like eight minutes from now, when the MMA show is hey. going right behind us, talking UFC 289. And like I always say, you don't just need to watch us. If you want to listen, you can listen. Search the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Put it in your Google search bar. You can hear us on Speaker, Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere you can find your audio. And when you do that, BloodlineNetwork.com is going to pull up for all your sports, wrestling, entertainment, all of our video, all of our audio, everything we do in one spot. Bloodline Network. Com. Again, I appreciate all y'all for tuning in. Tino, I appreciate you greatly for coming on. Your boy, TK. Wow. Boom! <laughs>